Guys, on the words, sing it. Here it comes. Ready? Let's go. Come on. First week of playoffs. So is that it? Uh, the regular season is over. It is an exciting time to be in this league right now. Fantasy football is great again. It is fantastic. I'm excited for the playoffs. Yeah, this has just been great. Uh, a little controversy going into the playoffs here. It happened last week, but... We're here. It's here, finally. I didn't think it was ever going to get here. I didn't think the league would last long enough for it to get here, but we're here and uh, so excited. I'm very excited about it. This is going to be an exciting episode. This week's episode is actually being sponsored. We got a sponsor? By the Wise Guys Sports Tip Line. Okay. And oh. What's even more exciting is I know we have a lot of gamblers that listen to the show. I know oh, you sure. do. Yeah, this I is a big gamblers do, hub. Oh, do you know me? Dean, you know, I, know I like to dabble. I like to, dabble. I I like to dabble. I know you do. So listen to the whole show because here's what's going to happen. Vinny Vegas from the Wise Guys Sports oh, Tip Line yeah. will be in studio later on to kind of give us some tips on some playoff football here uh, on who we what? should be putting our money on. So. Well, I do like that. I like uh, I like a little guidance because sometimes I get lost out there and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, somebody help me. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, and then, uh, you know, then, you know, I get home and my wife's like, you know, where's our lunch money where's for this week or however that goes. I don't know if we yeah. think we still go to grade school or whatever. But, uh, you know, I, it, you know, I'm glad we're going to have that guy on here because uh, I could use a little help this week because we got some tough matchups coming up. You know, there's only two games. I can't, you know, parlay some of these other games in That's here right. to kind of save myself later in the later in the weekend. That's right. You're going to have to uh, get a little guidance on who to put your money on so you can win big. You got to get some of that lunch money back, you know? Yeah, I do need some lunch money back. Uh, it's been a tough year so far, and I'd like to head into the new year on a strong note. That's right. We're getting to the end of the year. We're getting to playoff time and fantasy football. Exciting stuff. The The, the regular season ended uh, in a peculiar way, I guess you could say. It was like, okay, well, there was one game that mattered, let's be honest, but Absolutely. really, uh, there was another game that also mattered that we didn't think was going to matter as much, and uh, it, certain, you know, certain owners may have made it mean more than it should have, uh, you know, it, it could have been, you know, just a normal week, but there, well, there's one thing we've learned from covering this league this year is that there's not a normal week nope, ever in this league. Never. Not even, not even one week, not even on the bye weeks. Not even the bye weeks, you're right. Not even when every team had a bye that I mean, one week. Let's, let's call a spade a spade here, okay? Yeah, I mean, shoot me straight. We have, we have teams in this league that just bench players. You don't even put out a full roster. You yeah, uh, especially <sighs> the last game of the season, and you don't put a full roster out there. You know that team may have not may not have been playing for anything at that point, but certain teams were playing for things, and they impacted. Affected, yes, and it, it impacted the standings at the end of the year. I'll tell you that much. Well, guys, yeah. this this league oh. has been totally. It, this is the CNC football factory. And, and I'm talking about controversy and collusion. What this league has been the entire time is controversy and conclu- con- 
I've got a conclusion about the collusion is what I'm talking about. And what is so it's it's been the commissioner versus the league, the league versus the the fantasy lives matter. Somehow the water tower is shedding some rain, some metaphorical rain, some watering down the league's talent pool by just disbanding players. I I, I just I could not. I was walking by the studio. I saw you guys talking. I knew you wanted to hear from me. I know Absolutely. your fans wanted to hear from me. Skip, we always want you in studio, man. We always want you here. Skip Palos is here, Dean. That's a little shout out for you, Skip. That's Thank right. you for showing up. That's right. Yeah, we're so glad you're here. Uh, the it's heat always, yeah, it's always nice to see well, your fiery face. It's always bright red every time you walk in because you're always so fired up. That's right. And since you're here, I mean, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what's going on. I mean, uh, you know, I heard from sources in the Roddy Rafter bunch front office that they were not happy about uh, the way that that game was handled by Fantasy Lives Matter. Uh, it impacted the standings. Uh, they made some comments that uh, kind of took a shot at Fantasy Lives Matter. Um, well, you know, I, I will say this. I, I know you're really close to that Rowdy Rafter Bunch team, um, but I have also had a little, uh, you know, I got contacts over there too as well. I was sending over a couple texts, and uh, from what I understand, they're going to be sending a formal complaint to the league office for this. You know, who knows if anything's going to happen. More, uh, you know, I, I, my guess is, uh, based off of what's happened so far this year, absolutely nothing will happen from the commissioner's office because I'm just going well, on I, track records. I, I, what? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't let you keep going because I, I understand. I understand. And, and who knows? Eight men out, nine men out. Somebody went out. I don't know what happened, but I do know what happened in four of the games the Rowdy Rafter Bunch were playing. They lost them. And if they wanted to complain about their position, they would have taken care of business. Yeah. And when you're in a league, this is a business. This isn't a business. It's a business. And it's about getting down to the biz, getting down to the busy, the easy E, being a winner. And this Rowdy Raptor bunch, while they've scored a lot of points and they've relied on one team to do it, you know, this Amari Cooper to Derek Carr combo. And, you know, and I've heard the I've heard the talk about the llamas and the the Julio Jones and the Matt Ryan, and nobody likes that combo. But what? Well, this show is really liked them, and I do I do appreciate yeah. hearing yeah, about you know, that. You know, that's nice. That's right. That's right. But but the Rowdy Rafter bunch, it's it's deplorable. Uh, the season's over. You're in the playoff. It's it's like you're you're. It, it almost makes me think they're not ready to play the llamas this week. The, oh, the, their eyes wow. are off the ball. This wow. is this is totally you know whiffing on a curveball and. Uh, I don't know. You know, four weeks they went out and threw up a, a goose egg and lost, and, and, and now, they're, now they're crying about it. Yeah, you know what, though? I will have to say, if there's any team that's been just helped by other teams this year, it, it's, this, it, it's this Lemmings team. Somehow, again, they get lucky again by somebody else, uh, some other team in this league that, uh, you know, from what I understand, uh, they're relatively close to. They may be relatives of that team. I don't even really know. Uh, You know, that Mike Evans situation might have also, you know, might be thrown in there, you know, relatively close, if you know what I'm saying. Wink, wink. Mm, Wink, wink. You know, uh, let me whisper in here, tell you something sweet. And uh, all I'm saying is uh, this Lemmings team has benefited from uh, a lot of overproduction from some guys that are, uh, you know, they're good players and everything, but they get garbage time points, and uh, there's only about three of them that really score points for that team. Absolutely. And and, uh, just like Skip said, I mean, 
It's all about taking care of your own business, which I agree with. You know, you got to take care of your own business. Uh, you know, Roddy Rafferty Bunch is in the playoffs, and, you know, you got to win. So, you know, just like Al Davis says, win, just win, baby. Just win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, well, yeah, you might be right about that one. Uh, did Skip leave? Is he gone? I don't know. I can, never tell, I can never tell what he's saying. <laughs> I feel like he almost hides under the table and pops up when I'm not looking and starts screaming in my ear. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know if he's still here. I have no you idea. I can't, I can't even, it's kind of dark over find, that corner. Yeah, can somebody see if he left? All right, yeah, we're going to check on that to see if he left or not because... I don't know. He was here for a second, and all of a sudden, I looked up and yeah, guys. I just, oh, I just had some, wait. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry, I just, I had some stuff to take care of, and there's times where, you know, I'm in and out. I'm in and out. It's, it's wait, most. We get it. You're a busy, busy man. Wait. The producer said you just peed in the corner of our studio. Oh, God, he watered our flowers. Skip, skip, skip. Come on, what's man. going on, skip? Ah, guys. There's, there's been things this whole season that I'm not happy about, and and I just. <laughs> I'd really or like proud to proud of or proud of. I, yeah, you know, sure. the, the, I, I, oh, it sounds like we've got a phone call. Who's calling it? Wait, let's, wait, let's I don't get to know. That. I don't know if we do or not. Um, oh, we may, we may have a phone call. We may or may not have a phone call. Let's I don't see know. Who's on the phone here? Caller. Hello? Caller. Are you, are you, Hello? are you there? Are you there? Caller? Am I on? Am I on? You're yeah. on. You're here. You I'm Ernie Cranders. Ernie Cranders. Thank you. <laughs> Ernie Cranders from where? I'm from the Center of American Progress, oh. the fantasy football division specifically. Oh, big fantastic. fan. Big fan, Ernie. I did big not fan. know that they had a fantasy football division at the they, Center for American Progress. <laughs> well, well, we're a progressive policy research organization, so you got to have a fantasy football division. Sure. In fact, yeah, well, it is a last year, society. Bill and Melinda Gates last year loved fantasy football so much, they donated 100 dollars to the Center for American <laughs> Progress. hundred dollars. Wow. And I use that to uh, bet on MFers, and Bill's not happy with it. Oh, wow. You guys really doubled down on that donation, and it did not work <laughs> out. Oh, Bill was not it a happy keeper. Yeah, Ernie, I would recommend you staying on, maybe listening to the end of the program. We will have a uh, you know a betting shark on the end of the program that might be able to give you some pointers to be able to raise a little money for your division here for the next year. I'll have to do that, Dean. Uh, so, Ernie... While we have you on the phone, let's. I want to dive into some of your expertise as far as fantasy football goes. Why don't you share a few things with us? Well, let me say something that may not be great football talk. But I think the American people are sick and tired of hearing about the damn IR. <laughs> but, but Fantasy Lives Matter is a great organization. I believe the fantasy wealth should be distributed to the working class fantasy players, not just the top 1%. And dropping all your players to distribute to the fantasy wealth was a courageous move. What a courageous move. Yeah, the guy really was putting his money where his mouth is, I guess you could say. Or money to other people's mouths. I don't know how it goes. Yeah, Somebody's mouth. I've got some money. Oh, there you go. That puts it in perspective. That really really adds up if you think about it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, So, okay. So, that's interesting. So, is that like a project you guys have been working on? Do you guys like, what what do you guys do? What do you guys like? Are you doing fantasy football studies or what is it exactly that your division is researching there at the Center for American Progress? Well, I'm new. So, they only give me looking into. Why fantasy football is not equal for all people. 
I'm hoping to work my way up to look into stats and find out who the best players are and who's going to get traded. So, but I'm not there yet. So that uh, that is not me. Sorry to cut you off. That so is like, that so is Ronald. That is about... Ronald Hump. Ronald Hump is that guy. Okay. I'm looking to become him. I see. Okay. So like, hey, I, uh, Ernie, Ernie, this is. This is Skip Payless. I've been a big fan, big fan of yours. Uh, I do a show called The Glicks Game Day Jamboree, and I wanted to know uh, when you would like to be on that show. We can go ahead and uh, really talk about that show. Skip, it's again, most... you are like booking guests Hijack- on our show. You're con- Hijacking you're our show. Other show. You were like, I think you were recording your show over our show the last time you were here. That's why it was in the corner. Can we, can we just get back? To, first of all, I want to ask Ernie a real question besides lining him up as a guest on one of Skip's shows. Uh, Ernie, I, so like, as you said you, know, you want to distribute fantasy football a little more equally. Is that like, you know, we want more ties for first? Is that kind of a, is that what we're going for? I don't understand. Well, no, we don't. We have lots of ties for first in this wonderful league you guys are doing a podcast about. Sure. We, we have, I mean, basically six teams at the same record. But here's the problem. Injustice is rampant. We live in the most talented football country in the history of the world. <laughs> sure. But most fantasy players don't even know that. All the talent, all the wealth of football players, it's going to the top 10% of the top 1%. And here's what's crazy. All our statistics, this is what I'm doing. All our statistics show that 90% of the bad players are going to cockeyed sucking bulls. And yet, he keeps winning. This is a rigged system, and I plan to find out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Well, here's a a real question for you. How – I know you're looking at the numbers a little bit. You're trying to figure out some things. You're new. You're checking out this league as kind of like your guinea pig as far as studies go. Uh, but can you explain to me how a team like the Hasbins just continues to be so lucky? Is this something that maybe you've researched just a little bit on? I have done a ton of research on this. And I'll tell you, I wish I had more information for you because the Hasbins connection to Yahoo is extremely suspicious. <laughs> extremely suspicious. Looking at how weak his schedule is this year after he wins the league. It's like watching a guy eat a girl out after he fucks her. Oh okay? my god! Wow, something's <laughs> off about that. Why is the guy doing one thing before yeah, the other? Yeah, and I'm willing to bet that the husband loves tasting that pussy after his own cock. <laughs> That's what I'm willing to bet. This sounds like a real cockeyed wow. sucking bull situation a, that I'm not comfortable you know, with. <laughs> Maybe we got I, a link I, there. Wow. I apologize. I just I can't figure out what's going on with the husbands, and it's really getting me frustrated, as you can tell. It's just, Very frustrated. It all boils down to like, you know, oral sex, kind of. <laughs> yeah. If you really think doing about it, it, doing it the the, the wrong way. And trust way, me, I've apparently. been looking into that very hard. I bet you have. I bet. <laughs> well, that's interesting. So, you know, it's more like this Yahoo and has been, it's like some type of big business collusion type of situation where, uh, you know, maybe they're getting a little easier schedule because they're, you know, paying people at Yahoo or kickbacks or something like that. Is that what we're talking about? That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to make that connection, but it could it could just be similar to an Alabama thing where everyone's hating on them or the Patriots, and you know I don't like either of those teams, but hey, they, if, they, if you keep winning, you keep winning. So there's I can't figure out the connection between Yahoo and the Hasbins, and until I can, I think we got to give him some props. 
And uh, one last thing before we let you go, since since we are, uh, this is kind of a playoff edition for us, let's get your take on uh, what you think uh, about the playoffs this, uh, this season that has kind of wrapped up and we're, we're in the playoffs. What do you think? Uh, maybe give us some, some information on some of the teams that are in the uh, playoffs, what you think, what you think might happen. Well, I'll tell you, I don't think it does a whole lot of good to be playing Monday morning quarterback right now. The regular season's over. Doug's Lemmings won the regular season. But Robert and Dean, between you and me, I would have loved to see Tim's ticklish toes have the opportunity to play against <laughs> Doug's Lemmings. Oh, we love the toes. Oh, I love that toes teams. Yeah. Without them in the playoffs, though, I intend to root against Doug's Lemmings, oh. the Hasbins, and the Cockeyed suck, Sucking Bulls. Okay. Any owner with a huge vagina does not sit well with me. Yeah, based off of all of your like sexual like references here, I bet you're into kind of the Tim's Toes team. That's really not even that shocking to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially considering the information that came out earlier this year <laughs> that he shaves his toes and they're smooth like a baby's little baby skin. Uh, yeah, that's great. I'm so glad that you were able to stop by here. Um, you got any closing thoughts? for us or you know any more like sexual well, references that you need to get out of your system before the end of this i think i got all the sexual references out of my system <laughs> well i mean I I, we're open for more giving me the 10 <laughs> but i i'm looking at that dick knuckle push team there's just something about yeah. that team and the points they scored and you see it all the time in the nfl we've done a lot of studies on this that the wild card teams you see it in major league baseball the wild card teams come in they make that run. Maybe they had a more difficult schedule, but they make that run in the playoffs and they go on to win it. So I think if I had to pick a team, it would be Dick Knuckle Push. Yeah. And even though I'm not a huge fan of it, I think if I had to pick a second team, it's going to be Doug's Lemmings. Those are my. Uh, okay. They've my been putting up teams. a lot of points. It's yeah. hard to argue with. I mean, they they were they were like end of the season on an eight game win streak or something along those lines. So uh, yeah, it's really hard to argue with those points. I have a feeling that you picked that Dick Knuckle Push team probably because it just has the word Dick in it. But I'm not. You know, I, what do I know? That's a good read. That's a good uh, read. That's a strong. That has been a big attraction this whole year. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm sure you got like a big old. T-shirt with a big old dick knuckle push on it. All right. Uh, well, I don't know. Any well, other closing thoughts? Yeah, just one here. <laughs> Skip. Uh, okay, sure. Ernie, I, big fan. Like I said, big fan. And I, I think we could probably get some sponsorship for you. I have a show Friday <laughs> evenings from 11 p.m. Skip. to 11.32 if you'd like to join it. It's the Game Day Jamboree. It's not your show. Again, I, I blew the hundred dollars that my division was given, so I would love to come on. I'm free. <laughs> I'm free almost every day, almost every hour of the day. Perfect. Right. Well, Ernie, we appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, you know, good luck with uh, the good research. Luck. I hope you're able to turn the, the, the money situation sex, around. Yeah. All of those Me things. Too. We appreciate you coming on the show. Well, I'd like to say we'll see you again, but maybe we'll listen to you on Skip Show. I don't That's really right. know what's we'll going on. We'll catch you on Skip Show one day. You'll definitely hear me around somewhere. I appreciate it. Thank uh, you, Robert. Thank you, Dean. All right. Have a good all right. Thanks. 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 And I'll see. I'll, I'll see you later. Uh, I'll see you later, Skip. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. <laughs> Perfect. Bye. <laughs> that well, was, that was that an was interesting perspective we, we had there. Wow, that was <laughs> an interesting. Uh, He's a interview. sharp guy. I've been following him for two, three years now. Um, at his previous post, good guy. Yeah, great. It, I mean. It seemed like he puts the work in, uh, and 
really dives into the things that nobody else really wants to talk about. That guy, like oral sex. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That one had me tightening up a little bit yeah, in my seat. But, uh, you know, after he said it so many times, I was kind of like, all right, well, this is how this He's is going to go. Yeah. So that Just was interesting. Yeah, that one threw me off, but uh, he clearly took it to a place that someone that he was familiar with, which was sex instead of fantasy football, because yes. he clearly didn't know a whole lot about yes. fantasy football. Maybe the fantasy part uh, was true in his research. Maybe not so <laughs> sure. much the football sure, sure. aspect of it. It's the fantasy of, of foot fetishes or yeah. something. I'm not sure. Tim's toes, I think there's a connection there. There's I'm not really be, sure. Got to be something there. Uh Let's shift gears a little bit. Yeah, sure. That was. Let's hey. try and we're gonna move on from that. Let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, it is the end of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're moving on from the regular season. Yeah, finally. You know what I mean, it's gonna. It's one of those things where we we want to put it put it to rest, if you will. Okay. I think I'm ready to kind of call it quits for the season yeah. uh, and move on into what the second half of the season will be, which a lot of people call playoffs. The playoffs. I think that's, yeah, playoffs. We're going to move on. I'm ready on. for that. Let's let's say our goodbyes to sure. uh, some of the crap uh, that's been going on in the regular season. Let's say some goodbyes. If you will, let's put some things to rest. Is it, are we gonna? Are we talking about the uh, the uh, Dashner funeral home yeah, we're gonna, uh, yeah. funeral segment that we're gonna Absolutely. have to put these teams to bed Absolutely. for one last we're, time and say gonna, goodbye? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put this stuff t- to rest. We're gonna uh, move on. I think you there's know. only one way to do this. We'll put a little uh, soft music in the background here Absolutely. and uh, give our final eulogy for some of our favorite teams that uh, we saw play this year but just didn't do exactly. You know, they didn't exactly make it to the playoffs. That's right. I mean, think about it. The MFers. Yeah, the MFers. Had such a great draft. God. Had all these picks. So many first-round draft picks. And controversy surrounding them. Controversy all over the place. And it just didn't work out. Came down to the final week. The final week, and this guy, like, the cl- he scored, what, maybe the, some of the most points that he scored in any game that he had scored the entire year? Yeah. And he just, it, it's just loses not enough. In, loses in a nail biter. It's just kind of the way the season was, right? And, and there was so much controversy from the get-go. <sighs> That I think it's it's finally time to say goodbye. Yeah, I to think the MFers. Yeah, MFers. It's been real and it's been fun, but I don't know how much real fun it's really been. Uh, and maybe we'll see you next year. Maybe you'll be here's another name, as yeah. another person reincarnated as a different fantasy football team for us to enjoy next year. Absolutely, in this absolutely. Uh, Dane. Give me something you want to say goodbye to. Well, I think the next logical choice to say goodbye to, and this might be our final goodbye to this team, but it's the Blue Water Tower. The Blue Water Tower. Uh, This is a team that, you know, you didn't really see them much this year outside of the bottom three because they didn't realistically make it out of the bottom three practically the entire season. You know, it's like that that neighbor that you have that, that you never see. Except for maybe like one or two rare appearances where they like yell at you for yeah, something, yeah, that, yeah. something that happened like five weeks ago that you don't you don't even remember, but they brought it up. Yeah, somehow you, know? you parked like in front of their house. Yeah, and it really you wasn't were even like a thing. Slightly in front of their mailbox, yeah, to sure, where sure. like 
you know, they come out and yell at you five weeks later and Whereas you don't like, even remember it. Yeah, you were in front of the mailbox, but they still got their mail. Yeah. Yeah. And they then, were still able to do yeah. it. And then come to find out they're dead. Like, yeah. And they then, were in their and house. Then, like, all of a sudden you see the ambulance and you're like, well, what the hell happened? And they're yeah. like, well, he died two days ago. Right. Yeah, they were some type of weird hoarder, except that they gave yeah. their brother, like, their most prized possession right. right before they left this earth. Right. Yeah. And nobody was, everybody was like, well, what the hell? Like, yeah. Like, you, that's you, just crazy. Yeah, why would you do that? Sure. Why would you give him those things for nothing? For nothing. You know what I mean? For, for practically nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. Yeah, it, yeah. it's not like they gave his brother. It was like a trade that they did just yeah. right at the end of yeah. their lives. He was like, like, here, I'll give you this, and then you right. just give me like a pencil or <laughs> something. You know, like <laughs> a, pencil, a handshake. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Here's like a gold nothing. bar. Yeah. Here's a, and give me that pencil. Yeah. You know, sometimes we think about small things given away, and, and, and I know we're talking about pencils, we're talking about pens, gold bars, just whatever things about hoarders. But I, I think back, you guys know I'm a movie fan. I mean, we've talked about this, but but sure. I think about on that on that aircraft deck, and I think about Maverick holding Goose's dog chains, and then riding his motorcycle, Ducati, something like that, yeah, whatever. into the sunset, yeah, meeting whatever. up with Kelly McGillis, of course, making sweet love. Absolutely, uh, this show is about love. But, you know, he never got to say goodbye to Goose. He never got to say goodbye. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's going to be some teams in this league that aren't going to get to say goodbye to us. Yeah. But they weren't in the cockpit with us. No, they weren't. They were right. flying they sorties. They were flying missions. They were not even on the beach volleyball no. team in blue jeans. No, yeah. they weren't. They were doing no nothing. Shirt, right? And some of these teams this year, I've been to funerals. I get invited to a lot. You guys obviously know I've got a lot of friends. And everybody wants to talk about dead people and how, how nice they are. But we need to talk about something else. This season is over, and it's lucky this league isn't over. I want to say goodbye to the, the controversy that surrounded the bickering, the infighting, uh, the disrupting forces that some of the, the teams were this year, uh, whether it be the commissioner's office, the anti-commissioner office, the, never, the hashtag never commissioner's office, uh, you know, all feel the commissioner's office. I mean, theirs was just forces fighting all year. But perhaps the two biggest things that have plagued this league as I watch it is the lack of an avatar. Oh, the has been. sons of bitches. Can we just say goodbye to that? Yeah. Get an avatar, right? Yeah. Brother. It's disappointing. Goose, get an avatar. Yeah. I mean, come on. And finally, the last thing. And and guys, I I actually have to jump out of studio after this. I've got a lot of things. I've got to get get my uh, Glicks Game Day Jamboree on Friday. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we know about that show. Okay, we plugged it like four or five times so far tonight. Go ahead. But and tried to poach one of our guests. Anyway, go ahead. Apparently, and I don't know if everybody knows this or not. I've got sources. I, I. I talk to people. I don't know if you guys know this or not. I I, I typically talk to one or two people. I talked to Dano last week. Um, I talked <laughs> to a did? lot of the people, but uh, <laughs> apparently, one of the owners still has a Miami Dolphins jersey. Oh my god! And I believe what? it's a Dan Marino jersey, what? and there's a possibility it's 20 years old. I I think somehow when we talk about distributing the league wealth, when Ernie Cranders was on. Somehow we need to get this guy in New Jersey. And I think that has, has, has been the shadow over this league the entire time. <laughs> so, this guy having a Dan Marino jersey? 
Absolutely. It shows I've seen, just I a know, lack of preparation, really a lack of affected. seriousness, and I think that's why that team didn't make the playoffs. I, I think it's a big reason <laughs> the team didn't make the playoffs. And, and ultimately, I think it's, it's what sense. led to all of the accusations, all of the disruption, the, the avatars, the not-avatars. That's what it is. And... Guys, I'd love to talk about this more, but I, like I said, I've got to get going on my show, Glick's Game Day Jamboree, 11 p.m. to 11.45, <laughs> yeah, Friday uh-huh. evenings, yeah, every sixth yep. Friday. Nope. Yep, we, we, yep, we, yeah, we know. Perfect. There he goes. Off into the sunset. Like <laughs> Maverick did. <laughs> yep, just off into the sunset. I mean, uh, are there any other teams, really, that we need to say goodbye to? Is no. there any more real goodbyes that we need to say? I just want to say goodbye to the last thing that we'll we'll say goodbye to. And that's just all like Skip Halo said, all the controversy. Yeah, all I'm ready. Th- all yeah. the arguing, all the all the drama, everything that was trying to tear this league down and tear it apart and put a wedge between everybody. I just want to say goodbye to all that. You know? I wanna move into the playoffs and enjoy what we have in this in these top six teams. And what an epic top six teams they yeah. are! But I agree. I'm ready for all the controversy of this year to go on. I'm I'm sick of every week hanging on the edge of my seat, wondering as to whether or not the league itself is even going to continue for another week. Uh, I'm ready for us to just play some fantasy football. And that's what we will do. And when we come back, we are going to get right into the playoff talk. Oh, I'm we so are ready for this. Break it down. We are going to get into it. It's going to be exciting. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to cover. We're going to be right back. Don't go anywhere. So Grassmasters, how do you feel about these other companies that can't kill the simple weeds such as clover? I mean, we sitting here talking about clover. Clover. We talking about clover. I mean, we ain't talking about crabgrass. We talking about crabgrass. We talking about clover. We sitting here talking about clover. I mean, clover. We sitting here talking about clover. We ain't talking about crabgrass. We talking about clover. We talking about we ain't talking about crab. We sitting here talking about clover. Clover. Call grass matches right now. Not only will we kill the typical weed to kill, but we also will kill the simple ones, such as clover. Black Beatles in the city, be back immediately to confiscate the money. Crowd pleaser, this show. This show's a crowd pleaser. No doubt. No you know doubt. What I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No doubt. I'm Robert. Dean's to my left, straight across from me. That's dope. We got That's the dope. coach in. We got the coach in. 
Yeah, this is the first, actually this is the first coach we've had in studio. All yeah. season. We've had owners here, right. and you know, it's not like we're so highbrow or anything. No, but uh, of course you know, not. it's nice to get uh, down to it. The guy that's really running the operation Absolutely. for one of these teams, and uh, you know, we get some real inside baseball on what's happening in the clubhouse. Right. Yeah, coach, how are you? Guys, I am doing great. Happy to be here. Really happy to be here. Uh, just thankful for the opportunity and um, whatever I can do to help the show. Uh, I'm here to do. Well, I got to say, we are definitely excited to have you here. Uh, I got a lot, you know, a couple inside baseball questions to ask you. Like, you know, what do you serve before games? Do you guys go out for a big meal? You know, maybe on a Thursday after you guys have, uh, you know, a great day or something on Perfect. that day. Uh, you know, you know, give me a taste of what it's like. Yeah, I mean, the regular season's over. Mm-hmm. You know, give us kind of uh, your preparation, if you will, as far as. You know, week-to-week type of uh, situation. Well, you know, it's always been a belief of mine. Wednesday is the last day of pads. We really like to shake it loose. Sure, uh, sure. A lot of contact, a lot of, you know, shoulder-to-shoulder, pad-to-pad, low man, wins the, wins the pot battle. Yeah, a couple hamburger but, drills uh, or something. Little hamburger drills, run through Little Woods. But at <laughs> sure. the end of the day. You guys run through Little Woods? We do. Absolutely. We do. It's, sure, uh, sure. it's still part of our requisite activities. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, Wednesday, we've installed all the game planning. And at this time, most of the team is talking about going to Ponderosa or China King. Love that. <laughs> yeah, and sure. that happens That's on Thursday. Classic um, venues. Usually hit a few, of the, like the seven corners and a few of those. They like to take a little road trip sure. uh, and, and get, get correct, get their mind right. And, yeah. Mentally um, prepared for the game. Yes. Mentally prepared. And you encourage this as a coach. Well, what it really comes down to is cohesion. And yeah, uh-huh. uh, the, the guys, yeah. they, they know. I mean, as a coach, yeah, a lot of people like to compare a coach to like a CEO. And I don't even really know what a CEO means. I mean, I, I, I'm just a country boy uh, from a small town. And yeah. I was given an opportunity. Sure. And I had a great coach before me and a great coach before him. And. You know, it's just a long succession, and what it comes down to is when you're in that foxhole, do you trust the guy across from you, that he's got your back, that he's got your six? And, you know, there's a lot of military references in coaching that we throw out, you know, warriors and battles, and, you know, all of them are so accurate, so true. Uh, Convoys. Convoys. You know, we're playing a game, and that game is serious. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, we're we're ready. We're ready. So... Going into last week, I mean, last week's game, the last week of the regular season, you're going against the MFers. Uh, it's, you know, you knew it was going to be tough. You know, it wasn't going to be an easy, easy win for you. Uh, give us kind of what, how were you feeling throughout the day as these game, this game was going on? Uh, because basically it was winner go to the playoffs and the loser goes home. So kind of take us through how your day went um, as far as seeing how the day was going, the, the scores are piling up. You know, how were you feeling throughout the day? Well, like I said, I, you know, just a, just a small-town boy uh, given a chance at a dream. And, uh, you know, I kind of I look at these big, these big games, these long games as – you know, as long as we've done everything Monday through through uh, Monday through Saturday to to prepare for the game, uh, I think we've done our best uh, as far as preparing for the game. And I, I think we had the we had the win. I I kind of remember a story between me and my dad. You know, he took me out hunting one time, and you know we had to get food home, and and mom and the kids were were, were really hungry, and we didn't have anything caught yet. So we started fishing, and that didn't work. And we started hunting, and that didn't work. And at the end of the day. 
Uh, we realized there was a grocery store on the way home, and so we just got food and pulled out the victory for the family. And so that's what we do. We we knew we had it, I think, in the bag. And, but we respect the other team and the other opponents. Absolutely. So, now, go ahead. No, no, I, that's good. I, yeah, you know, you guys are like the Duck Dynasty or something of of, of fantasy football. Is that yeah. right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. A real close knit family, kind of a family. Yeah, you guys business. like film every Sunday dinner you have, right. and some old guy says a prayer. Right, and, right. You know, drinks a lot of iced tea. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Prayer and iced tea is a bit. This Duck Dynasty, I. I I don't know. We don't obviously watch any TV because we're so busy focused on the week. Um, that's something maybe the media has a chance to do. But, you know, us in the real, the coaching profession aren't able to, sure. to really do that. Sure. So Sure. Uh, now, you kind of had some ups and downs through the regular season. I mean, you started out strong. You know, we, we were very high on you all year long. We thought you were a team that would have probably finished in the top three, top four. Um, we're big on you. We're big we, on you. We were we were very high on your on your team. Um, kind of take us through some of those uh, you know hills and valleys basically of of the regular season. I mean, there were some ups and there were definitely some downs. Yeah, I think when you're an outsider looking in, you can see the ups and the downs. Uh, we've always preached uh, just just stay the course, mm. stay the road. Mm-hmm. Don't let the highs be too high. Like a ship captain. Like a ship captain. Don't let the lows Absolutely. be too low. Um, it, it's great hearing that you guys are, are high on the team, and, and sometimes you know our guys might be uh, might be guilty of listening to the show and kind of thinking, but uh, I don't think there was ever a moment where we didn't look at the opportunity in front of us and take full advantage of it. Uh, unfortunately, we had some injuries, and I think that's something that uh, our general manager and, and the ownership group has done an excellent job of getting us, you know, the right players, you know, through the draft this year. A lot of injuries sure. happen. And, um, you know, as a coach, I've got I've got 17 or 19 or maybe 50. I don't know. There's players on my roster, but uh, it, it's not really that important. I might even have a guy yeah. named Brandon on my team. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, at the end of the day, I know that I've got, you know, about 10 or 12 or 13 roster spots <laughs> yeah, to fill. Sure. And I just, sure. and I just yeah. look at the best, sure. get the best out there. Absolutely. <laughs> right. So that's, wow, that's a real insight of what it, what it really takes yeah. to, you know, if we learn one thing playoffs. from this interview, it's that you don't really need to know your players' names, no, no, nor just, how many players you might even have on your team. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, there. I, I think it really comes down to it, and I, I apologize. I just, you know, being a, a we delegate those decisions to oh. my the rest of my coaching staff, and I've I got, I got uh, five guys that are, you know, my, I've got my quarterbacks coach, okay. my flex players, oh, sure, and offensive sure, players, sure. my defensive coach, my uh-huh. kickers coach, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and then yeah. I've got my coaches coach. Absolutely, you gotta <laughs> have a coaches coach. coach. Yes. Yeah, gotta have a coaches well, coach. The, you know, I've heard some teams even today in the new game they got a coaches coaches coach, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, you know, uh, some people are saying that might be a little bit overboard, but uh, yeah. for those teams in that structure, it works. Absolutely. I, I think a lot of that came out of Harvard. Uh, <laughs> kind of that sure. uh, money ball or, yeah, yeah. you know, funny ball is what we call it. Funny yeah, ball. yeah. Uh, like old country boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, well, I mean, we're, when, what it really gets down to is when we go out to play, you know, we put our best coaches, coach uh, with our coaches, and then our coaches put our best players on the field and, and that's really what it's about. So you're in the playoffs. You got a you got a tough matchup against the Roddy Rafter bunch. 
Um, you know, you you got into the the sixth seed, the last spot in the playoffs. You know, kind of take us through how you're feeling right now. You're in the playoffs. You got a tough matchup in the first round. You know, what's the what's the vibe in the in the locker room? You know, how are you feeling? Kind of take us through what's going on right now. Well, really, every every matchup is tough. Uh, it's not just one matchup that's tough. They're all tough. And I think when if you're a coach, you understand that sometimes in the media, you don't always you maybe don't appreciate that. I certainly you guys work hard every day, but you know when you're in, when you're looking at your team, every every game is tough. And uh, this rowdy rafter bunch, oh, do we have the most respect for them? Uh, sure. I easily think this team could have could have possibly finished first in this league. Uh, they didn't, and you know I'm not really sure why, but I, I think that they. They're just a good team. Good, good guys. I have the most respect for their ownership group and their coaches. But uh, as a coach, I just appreciate being able to coach another game. So we're kind of enjoying the opportunity to win three games and get the championship. Well, Coach, uh, you know, we wish you all the luck. Uh, we're glad that you stopped by. We're going to have you stick around for a little yeah, bit. If you don't mind, I think we might have somebody on the phone calling we have in somebody here. On the phone? Yeah, it looks like I think okay. we got a caller. I don't know. Let's okay, just see. Hey, right, it's there. me. Oh, hello, caller. Hey, it's me. Oh, hi. <laughs> Who's me? It's, yeah. It's me, Sal. Oh, Sal. Sal. Uh-huh. Sal's on the phone. I was told to call in by your producer, Jeannie. She said, hey, call in at this time and just talk to the boys. You, you wanted some tips from me, Sal. <laughs> Sound, uh, you sound like a real grizzled veteran. That's right. Uh, what is it that you, you like, Colin? What do you? What how do you know Jeannie? Well, first as off. you probably should know, Jeannie, I think filled you in. No, she said we have not talked oh, to Jeannie today. Actually, she got fired today. Yeah, we fired her. Oh, that's unfortunate. Jeannie was a real doll. I really liked her. I think that she really had some spunk. And uh, that's unfortunate. But uh, I guess I'll just fill you guys in. Yeah, let us know why you called What is it that you want to talk about? Well, I'm Sal Malier, silver pin member of NASA. Perfect. <laughs> member of Na- what's NASA? Like the uh, aeronautical? You, you don't know what NASA is? No, no. No, what is it? It's the North American Sommelier Association. Oh, that <laughs> NASA. Perfect. How do you not know yeah. what that is? Yeah, Dean. What well, the hell? Well, when I think of NASA, I think, you know, spaceships right, and the moon space. and Mars and yeah. stuff like that, right? No, not that Matt one. That's just silly. It's all made up. Yeah, moon landing space. I don't want to get into it. Sure, Sal. You, yeah. you, you know what, Sal? Real? If there's one thing I could have guessed by your voice is that you thought the moon landing <laughs> uh, was fake. Yeah. I know that for sure. All right, Sal. So where are you calling from? What, what do you? Well, what, what kind of knowledge can you bring so you, to the table Okay, right so now? you have wine knowledge, but you okay, know, you so know so this is a fantasy football. Okay, so that's about 90 point. questions you just asked. <laughs> Let me answer at least one. You, you wanted to know where I was calling from. I'm calling from the Upper East Side okay. of the United States. Oh, of the whole United States. <laughs> cool, yeah. So that's pretty specific. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and, and what exactly would you like to talk about tonight? Well, Jeannie said to call in. She said, yeah, we got call that. in, Sal. Yeah. You're great. Yeah, we I got like that. the way... You choose wines because oh. I'm a sommelier. You know what a sommelier sure? is, right? Do I need to the get into guy. that? 
No, we got that. I got to be honest. Are you sure Jeannie was talking to you about our show? This show. Jeannie said, call and gave me this number. Yeah. Perfect. And I called in. No, yeah. of course you did. You so <laughs> she wanted me to choose some wines for the matchups coming up this weekend. Oh, Does that sound like your show? Sure, Sal. Sorry to We're bother gonna you. Compare. We're going to compare wines to the yeah, matchups. Yeah, we wanted this week. to go over the week 14 matchups. Perfect. The Let's first do playoff matchup. Let's do it. Oh, okay. Well, this is right up our alley. Yeah, yeah we Let's, like this. We were so actually just I was thinking about this. Oh, sorry, I'm the sorry. wine expert. You guys are the fantasy football experts. Yeah. Let's go through these matchups and we can pick out a great wine <laughs> that you can have while you're watching the matchups on the TV. So, just to be clear. What I want you to do, quit talking. Okay. What I want you to do is I want you to describe the matchup like if you were going to eat the matchup. <laughs> so, like, we'll just go to, like, you know. Well, let's go with the first one. Dick, <laughs> I like to call him Richard Knuckle Push. <laughs> And then the cockeyed sucking balls. Sure. Yeah. Like, so we want to just, you want us to describe it like you're going to eat it? I or... want you to describe what it would taste like if you put this matchup in your mouth and just savored it for a second. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I guess it would be kind of like a real, like, uneven taste. It looks like the, yeah, yeah like, you know, if you were to maybe put in, like, uh, some, maybe like uh, like a gobstopper where at the beginning it's, like, you know, kind of uh, sweet, and then at the very end it's kind of sour. And, and like, at the very end you can just sort of munch right through it and it's <laughs> barely even there. Yeah, that's kind of, that's, that's one way. I'll I would say just... this is sort of like one of those hard cheeses that you put in your mouth that you... You just suck on for a while, and then it just sort of breaks down, and you can eat right through it. <laughs> sure, like a hard cheese. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Guys, guys, I know these two coaches. I mean, part of the coaching for deer hunters of mine, guys we hunt with, we go to the, the coaches school. I, this is going to be a salty matchup. These two guys don't like each other. Like a real, salty. You know, like, like a, a hard, real hard cheese and aged cheese yes. that's really aromatic. Maybe a, an Asiago or a, a really fine Parmesan. <laughs> Sure, yeah, that's good. So what? Okay, so if this is like a you know like a real uh real well salty... if it's a real hard cheese, you want to go with some sort of red, like a medium or a big tasty red. So something like a Merlot or a Zinfandel. Okay, for the for the dick for the dick knuckle match matchup. Yeah, with the cockeyed second ball. So, how hard is this to deal with? Yeah. I mean, come so, on. So, so, how long have you been a Sommelier? Or About like, 35 years. Wow, oh, 35 my. years. Do you, are you still practicing? Well, I retired after my wife died. But then my <laughs> sure young whippersnapper did. son, he's so good with the computer, he said, Sal, you're huge everywhere. Everybody in the wine industry knows you and they love you. And I said, yes. And then he was like, well, let me whip up an application on the internet. And he created my website. It's called salmaliersomaliersalon.com. 
Yeah, for wine pairing. So, sounds about right. So it's can... a social network to talk about wine. Oh, I thought it would be like you put in a, a fantasy football matchup and it'll pick a wine for you to watch the game with. Salon. That means meeting. Yeah, I know. I thought it would be kind of like a, a fantasy football thing where you meet up and or where you like type in the, the game and then, you know, it'll tell you like this game would be good to, you know. No, I'm a sommelier, not a fantasy football talk show host. <laughs> oh, sure. there's the yeah, difference. That, that I, uh, I couldn't gather that yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's the real difference there. <laughs> well, then I guess let's okay, move let's on to I'm saying on. if you guys want to start a website where you talk about fantasy football, go ahead. But my website's about wine. I like well, wine. Let's talk about the next matchup. Well, let's talk then. about this next matchup then. What do you got on deck for us? I'm so. really excited about this matchup. This matchup, I can almost taste just looking at it. Yeah, yeah. The daily llamas with the rowdy raptor. This could be like a big juicy steak. Or... This is going to be a big juicy steak. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> good, good. Great. So what would you pair with that then? Well, I would probably pair it with either some sort of Merlot or some sort of Zinfandel. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> sounds... sounds like both of these playoff it's... matchups are Merlots or Zinfandel. It's a real good insight that he's bringing to the table yes. right now. <laughs> Thanks. Really bringing some heat. So, uh, I'm just calling them like I'm seeing them. Sure, no, I sure. Can't really right. make them up. I'm a professional sommelier. If right. you want me to act like some sort of non-sommelier, I'll tell you whatever the hell you want. But I'm not gonna pair some sort of dessert wine with some sort of meaty matchup. Well, speaking of dessert wines, do you have any good dessert wines for maybe some of these teams that are, uh, you know, possibly leaving, uh, you know, leaving the league, uh, you know, this year or, you know, leaving the playoffs, leaving leaving the rest of the season behind? You have, you know, maybe like the Blue Water Tower or like... Like uh, they're being ejected from the league into space like if I was from the other NASA. <laughs> sure, right, yeah, it's right, kind of like, like a spaceship. It's like the spaceship that didn't ever land on the moon. Like I would it kind of like an Apollo 13 situation. Oh, jeez. If that ever existed, sure. There we go. Okay. I would probably pair it with a sherry. Usually those are cooking wines, but if you find a real top dollar sherry, you can just say, see you later, fools. <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. that, that's one way to put it. Okay. Sure. Perfect. I, yeah, yeah, they're fools. They couldn't get their teams together. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that I can't argue with. Yeah, that I can't argue with. That's very true. Well, well so, Especially I, fantasy lives matter. They're the worst. <laughs> okay. What do you pair with that team? I don't know. Maybe like <laughs> the juices from a garbage pail. <laughs> like a nice fermented garbage pail juice. I would, I would go to about forty wine tastings and take my spit bucket from all of those and combine them together with probably some sort of juices from a carcass of a cow, and then let those sit out in the sun for about. 14 Jeez. days, and then I would probably court a skunk and fall in love and marry a skunk, <laughs> and then take the excrement from a skunk, put it into that wine bucket, and then take that wine bucket, take it to the oldest church in the world, and dump that wine. 
Oh. <laughs> oh, did we lose you? I think we lost him. I think Sorry, no. Phone oh. <laughs> connection's weird. I would take that wine bucket and just dump that into the holy water and say, Goodbye, God, if you ever existed. <laughs> this oh team's gosh. terrible. I'm going to drink this just total death water. It's <laughs> very specific. <laughs> That was enlightening. I didn't think you were going to go that far with it, but uh, Sal, you brought some real insight here, and uh, I think I know what a couple people will be drinking this weekend while they watch these exciting matchups. Uh, do you have I any? I think I will too, because I just told them. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> I think you. I think you know. You're the one that recommended them. Uh, do you it's have a any... binding contract? Sure. Wait, with who? With Jeannie? Uh, Sally, I hope Jeannie's you don't. Uh, I hope you're not under the understanding that she we. She also said I was gonna get paid for this. <laughs> I, was just yeah. about to, I was just about to talk about that. Uh, Fourteen dollars. Well, we all sackage your weird. <laughs> we might be able to do that. I don't know if they make those anymore. Uh, but uh, well, we appreciate you. Not stuff. my problem. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we're so. All well. right. Well, I gotta go. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. <laughs> He's off. <laughs> Sal is out of here. That was. How do we get these people? Ooh, how do they even and find us? There, I knew there was it's a reason Jeannie's that we fired Jeannie earlier yeah, today. It's Jeannie's <laughs> fault. Pretty sure. I'm glad she's gone. Oh my gosh. I, I can't was, believe that. That was insane. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, God. Jeannie, what in the world? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Jeannie. I'm glad we fired her. Yeah, well, I stuff. tell you. That uh, must have been her one last, like. I'm gonna get these guys. Jesus. I'm gonna send Sal their his their way and wow, that's what we got. I, I will say though, I think Sal brought up a good point and uh that was the playoffs, and I think it might be playoffs. about time for us to possibly go into, you know, uh, discussing these playoffs. Let's talk about some playoffs. Yeah, I don't know. Uh but I uh, from what I understood we were gonna have a a special guest. Yeah, Maybe these are the spots of the show. Hold on. Uh, yeah, he's he's coming in the studio <laughs> right now. All right, well, uh, let's transition in and uh, go to these playoffs. Oh, yeah, it's playoff time. The playoffs are set. The teams are in. Teams are out. We have two games going on this weekend. Uh, the two teams that got buys were the uh, Doug's Limits, who got first place in the regular season, and the Hasbens, who got second place, so they get a buy. So our matchups are the Rowdy Rafter Bunch versus the Llamas. Yeah, yeah. And then the Cockeyed Sucking Bulls and the Dick Knuckle Push from a week 13 rematch. Yeah, this is really back interesting. Back-to-back weeks. Yeah, back-to-back weeks. These teams are going to be seeing each other. So, you know, we know this game is going to be close, potentially, uh, because these teams have seen each other before. But, you know, what we're looking at is um, this could potentially just be a repeat of the week before where Dick Knuckle Push, uh, you know, this really might not be much of a game at all. Absolutely. And to really get some insight... I know we talked about it earlier. You're a betting man. That's You're right. Betting man. I will be putting some games, some got, money on these games this weekend. We got two games this week. 
We need to figure out how we're going to make some money. Let's make some money this I, weekend, Well, like right? we were talking about lunch money earlier in the show, That's I really right. need to make some lunch, lunch money back after I've lost pretty poorly this season. Uh, so, uh, like we said, I, I'm ready for any and all advice that might be swinging our well, way. Well, let's get some advice from the man who is joining us right now, Vinny Vegas, from the Wise Guys Sports Tip Line. Vinny, what's going on, man? Hey, yo, Dre, how you guys doing? Uh, listen, uh, I'm coming in, Vinny Vegas, number one, number one rated bookie, number one rated tipster, number one rated, I mean, I got deadbeats calling, but I turn it into sweet heats. These guys win, they they win. I'm number one rated on Vegas Daily Online. I'm number one rated on Vegas Weekly Online. I'm number one rated on Atlantic City Offline. So here's the deal, guys. You, I don't know. I had a guy, some uh, some real like uh, douchebag, you know, calls in. His name's like Sal or something like that. He says, hey, sure, yeah. you know, I, I want you to predict something. And I said, you know what? Why don't you ever read a headline about a psychic winning the lotto? You know, hey, I don't know, but I know. I know football. I know if you want to lay out down a dime or a big nickel, you want to win, I got your backdoor cover. So you know what I don't got? This genie lady never called me back, didn't get me on the show this <laughs> okay. week. You sound really closely connected to our show, well, besides sponsoring it this week. Absolutely. The, the reality is, I, actually, I could. I mean, last week I had some teasers. I, I had the llamas with a, with a backdoor cover or winning over the MFers, and this Fantasy Life Matters. I, I had some inside scoop, some inside track. Uh, I had several people call in on my tip line. Uh, big, big winners. Uh, it was my Alpo underdog special. Bow wow. Yippee-yi-ki-a. So, listen, guys. What do you guys want to know? Um, what, how can we do things? Let's do this. Let's, let's, let's make some money. That's what it's all about. We're trying to make money. All right. So, Dean needs to make a little money this week, okay? We got the cockeyed sucking balls going against Knuckle Push. I'm in a real hole. I need some help. Let's talk about some, some players that you want to put some money on, Vinny. We need some guys that we know is a f- sure fire money maker this week. I mean, I'm just looking at the matchup, and uh, it's, it's looking like it should be Dick Knuckle Push, but I, I don't know. Hey, yo, so we give these we give these tips out every week on our spreadsheets, and it is it. I mean, by, when I say spreadsheets, I don't mean like a computer. I mean like the spread and the sheets. Like you're right. gonna win. Right. So when I look at this game, I got number one. I see that there's 24 points going to the knuckle push. They're, they're the they're the they're the heavyweights in here. But I'm telling you, the money line on this one. And if you want the money line, folks, call one eight hundred six two 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 six two. And then extension five, extension three, extension four. And there's your tips. And we promise you, the (laughs) thing about Wise Guys Sports Tip Line is we promise you just the tip. But like your sister, she got it all. Okay? (laughs) You're going to get it all. And that's our number one. Or you can text me at text star hashtag hash brown 324. Perfect. But here's the deal. Whether you're a janitor or a skeletor, you call me, you better be putting down a big nickel, a big hefty nickel. And I got two parlays, (laughs) a double tease, and beyond that, an over-under guaranteed ironclad winner. So... (laughs) There we go. I'm trying to decipher all the all the lingo that you just used. Yes. I thought I knew betting, but apparently no. I'm just a rube. Uh, I, you know, what? Wh- where do I put my money? What's the safest play for this week? I, I don't know what to do. 
Well, when it comes down to this, you got to decide, are you going to get in the game or are you going to get out the game? And when you call me, if you call me and you want to lay down like a $10 bet, I say, go home. Go, go, go take your $10 and, you know, give it to, give it to some kid on the street, you know, Atlantic City. But if you call me and you want to win. Yeah, this, I do. You want to win? Okay. Yes. You come to me then. I want to win. sign up for my services. First pick is free. Second pick is free. I usually. First, second pick's free first too? And first picks. and second pick. I've got guaranteed winners in the Dupo versus Chester Regional. Oh, that Guaranteed. You go. give out local games too, not just national yeah, of games. Of course, of course, because I can bet anything—dogs, <laughs> horses, wines. I, I mean, you the other bet day, wines? Yeah, the other day I'm over at my friend's house, Marissa. You, uh, Marissa Tomei. You guys know her? <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, you know, sure, I, say, I say, I say to the yeah. girl, I say, hey, uh, Marissa, Toots, Toots, hey, a meal without wine is like a day without sunshine. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I heard you had the Sal guy. I mean, I love this guy. He tells me what wines. But so you want to know? We don't know. Okay, so here's so the tell deal. me how to bet wines. So here's what you do. You want to bet this. Number yeah. one, you want to take your money and you want to bet big on the llamas. Oh, so that's my that's my lock of the week. The lock of the week, ironclad to cover, mm. not to win here. Mm. Okay, they're gonna cover, and this is gonna be a backdoor cover, last minute. I don't like what the Falcons are going to do. They're going to be in garbage time. They're going to be throwing the ball. It's going to be a backdoor cover. That's your number one pick. Now, I want you to take the money that you would have won. Take that take that 100, take that 150,000 you're going to win on this Ooh. game because that's how you're betting. <laughs> yeah. I want you to parlay that okay. on the over-under of the CSB and the Dick Knuckle Push. These two teams have been putting up points, but not this week. Inside, Smarty Money tells me what I really think is going to happen is these teams are going to under. So take the under. Then I want you to Quinella, Trefecta, Parlay, double under it, even if it doesn't matter. And I want you to bet the over in the first week's game. Perfect. Perfect. That makes there it is. Yeah. That's Vinny Vegas. You, Vinny, you throw a lot of information at us all at one time. Uh, I do appreciate it. And I, I'm going to probably have to listen back to the podcast to fully yeah. understand yeah. what... Came out of your mouth. Transcript. I may have to listen, listen to it at half speed. I'm not sure. Transcript. Hey, I don't know if any of you guys know this, but last week I was named the garment of gambling. <laughs> so when it comes down, I'm going to get you to where you need to be, and where you need to be is sitting fat with a bunch of money, smoking some stogies, Perfect. you know, enjoying a Keontae. Yes. That's what I'm talking Did about. Did you say the garment or Garmin? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah, you know. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Come on. You know. Tom, Tom, team sports betting. You know, Garrett Garmin and Gambit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Sure. Sure. Forget Thanks. about Thanks. it. <laughs> that was Vinny Vegas. Vinny, thank you so much for being here. You're a true pleasure. You're a true Wise pleasure. Wise guys with a Z. We promise you just the tip, but you're going to get the whole thing, baby. <laughs> That's right. There he is. That's Vinny <laughs> Vegas with stuff. Wise Guys Sports Tip Line. <laughs> that guy got me. I'm riled up. Yeah, Dean. And since you're all riled up, let's let's try and break these uh, two games down real quick before we take off. Yeah, for absolutely. 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 Let's, let's get into that. Are we gonna, we're start with that. For, okay, we'll start with and the, the dead Dick Knuckle Push game first. I gotta tell you, I'm really high on this Dick Knuckle Push win in this game. Well, let's really look at this. I mean, you got projections right now. The the push is gonna be at 149. The Bulls at 125. I mean, right. that's a pretty good. That's a big. That's a big. It's uh, a big number. But a big we've difference. seen in the past that the Bulls would be projected low, and somehow and completely. Right. Go nuts! So I'll just say this though: I don't think the matchups are in their favor this week. Is the only thing that I'm I looking agree. at. I mean, you got 
You got Breeze against Tampa Bay, which that should be money. Should be good. You got Fitzgerald against Miami, which should, should be, be good. good. Uh, I'm just I running mean, down. You saw the- Buffalo last week. Uh, kind of got ran all over by um, Oakland. So so then you got Le'Veon, Le'Veon. Bell is going against Buffalo, right? But then again, to uh, you know, you do have Big Ben on the other side on that on, the, on that Bulls team. But uh, like you said, you, but they he ran the ball a lot. He throws to it. Le'Veon Bell. Exactly. So it certainly does. So you kind of got you know. Yeah, you're 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 uh, you're, you're, you're countering hoping. those points. Yeah, essentially. I mean, if you look at if you look at the Bulls lineup. I mean, if you really break it down person by person, I mean, he has Brandon LaFell, who, yes, he's he's playing the Browns, but he's like the second or third target in right. a bad Cincinnati offense. Totally. Without A.J. Green. You know what I mean? Um, Golden Tate, who is starting to play a little bit better. Uh, going against a bad yeah, Chicago team. He is. Uh, he's definitely getting some more targets on that end uh, and making some good catches. Uh, big difference from what I was playing earlier this year. I'll say that much. That's for sure. Absolutely. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this he's got a couple a couple guys here that could overperform, but he doesn't have anything as what I would consider a lock on the Bulls end. No, absolutely not. And if you look you at know, You're like Tim Hightower. What? I don't. Yeah. I don't really know what he's going to do this week. That matchup may be favorable, but I don't really know how many touches that guy's really been getting. I'm really going to make because if and if you look at it on the other side, uh, Breeze could definitely go off like he did last week. Uh, right. Fitzgerald could have a great game. I think Demarius. I think Demarius Thomas going against um, Tennessee could have a pretty good game. And then on the flip side of that, Delaney Walker, I think, can have a good game against Denver, yeah, who's, who's banged up on the defensive side. Right. Um, I think that this game will go to the Dick Knuckle push. Yeah, and you got Forte against San Francisco. What else do you want there? I think that um, this game will either be – I know this sounds weird, but this game will either be both teams score really high yeah. and over their projected or – it's going to be very low scoring game because the matchups can be either very easy for both teams or right. very bad for both teams. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's kind of a I don't I don't know if both teams will match their projection. Um, but I think it could go either way, really. Yeah. When you look at the matchups. I mean, if we take a look at, I mean, we just, let's just look at last week. Uh, Dick Knuckle Push was projected uh, one thirty nine. And he ended up scoring 139. And the Bulls were projected like 105, and they ended up scoring 113. So uh, it really wasn't that close. Uh, But, again, the Bulls uh, overperform. Absolutely. And if they do that in a significant way this week, like they've been able to do in other weeks, this could end up being a really close game. Yeah, I think it'll be closer than what the actual projections show. I think so, too. Just because the Bulls somehow end up Scoring way more than they should. They got some um, crazy magic going on this year. But they have some. They have some weird matchups. I mean, Devontae Adams is going against Seattle. Yeah, uh, that's uh, tough for them. Tough. Um, even though Carolina's terrible right now, he has two Chargers going against Carolina. You know, their defense could show up or not show up. It's kind of a right. flip of the coin. They, yeah, right. Totally. And really, it's a flip of a coin if those guys are going to be the targets for Phillip Rivers that day. You know, because he spreads the ball out a lot. You don't necessarily know. Yeah, it's like a real Drew Brees situation, right? I mean, right. like you're not really sure week to week who, who he's going to be throwing the ball to. Absolutely. And then, you know, he has Brandon LaFell who, you know, 
Cincinnati doesn't have A.J. Green, so it kind of bumps up Brandon LaFell just on the fact that he doesn't have A.J. Green. But yeah. I still think – I don't even know if Brandon LaFell will match an, an 11-point projection. I mean, he had a big week last week. You're right. Which I'm sure that's why he's playing. He was kind of right in the hot hand. But – I mean, he has Jordan Reed on the bench. He has Garrett Blunt on the bench. Yeah, he's so not Rivers really s- is on the bench. I mean, he has you know a lot of big names kind of on the bench right now, um, who I think would probably overperform um, more so than what he has. But it's kind of a crapshoot. You just don't know what the Bulls are going to do. I mean, you kind of know where the push is going to be. You know where, where right. the knuckle push is going to be. Well, they've they're been consistent be right, all year. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be right around their projected score. Uh, maybe a little bit, maybe a few points under, but can definitely score a lot m- more over their projection. They've shown that a lot. Absolutely. Um, I mean, so they scored the most points in the league this year. So, I mean, this is a team that when they want to can go out and score points. But uh, it's just a matter of whether whether or not that is their week. Um, and this Bulls team is built to surprise people, and they've been doing that the entire season. Uh, none of their roster moves make any sense. None of their trades make any sense. But they somehow keep winning games. So, yeah. like, but I think keep doing what you're Cinder- doing, I guess, Bulls. I, I think the Cinderella season comes to an end. I think, I think it strikes right midnight. Here. The slipper is gone. I think it's over. I think the knuckle push. Uh, I got to agree there. This game. Uh, so let's move on to the other game for this week. It's yep. the Rowdy Rafter Bunch and the Daily look. Llamas, who uh, projection-wise right now is another game that's kind of projected-wise is a blowout, but I, I don't think that's how it's going to end up. Um, you have the Rowdy Rafter Bunch projected at 152 and the Llamas projected at 128. I don't necessarily agree with uh, some of the projections as far as it being a blowout. I don't necessarily think that it'll be a blowout. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, both teams have Raiders on their teams, and they're going against – they're at Kansas City, so that's going to be tough. Right, right. uh, Because Kansas City plays very well on the defense side of the ball right now, especially at home. So that's going to be tough. Playing in Kansas City, always tough. Um, the Llamas, you know, Julio Jones, you don't know. You just don't know. This guy, I mean, Jones. this guy can have a huge week, and this yeah. guy could maybe just not really show up. We just don't know. He could score 20-something points, or he could score six points. You just don't know. And you don't know how healthy he is right now. With um, you know what you don't know, guys. I'm sorry. Facts. I just came back by and I saw. I, I gotta tell you guys. I, I look at this and you guys. We're talking about. I don't know this or what's gonna happen here. But I'll tell you one thing. This is about greed. This is greed. This is arrogance. This is everything that we have been trying to get out of this league. Uh, in my position as a as a, as a leading media sportscaster and a, a really a visionary and a luminary. <laughs> but what what I have to say is. A Thursday night NFL fantasy football playoff starting lineup position pick is about greed. This rowdy rafter bunch, they're trying they're not caring about their player safeties. They're forcing them to play on a Thursday, not just one player, but two. They got two yeah. The, the collective bargaining or the, the, the collective soul, I'm not sure which one it is, but we, we got to take a look at this, guys, and we got we to gotta stop. We got we to gotta ask ourselves what's important because don't tell me player safety is important when we've got fantasy football playoffs on a Thursday. 
Yeah, skip. I, well, hey, skip. That's a take. That's a take that's hard to argue with. I'm not sure where you were hiding under this table or in that corner or wherever. Just kind of shows ten, up. Well, it tends to get dark in the studio when we're recording uh, because you know it's hard to keep all the lights on because we haven't had many sponsors until this week. Right. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, that Thursday game throws a lot of things into question. Sometimes those are big blowouts, but most of the time you see a lot of teams struggle and they tend to be low scoring games. So that does make this matchup pretty interesting right because i think i think this game is going to be closer than what it is projected right now but skip i am going to challenge you here and uh you know this daily llamas team has somebody up in that thursday night game and i would say one of the more primary suspects that we typically see on thursdays underperforming that's running backs because they are beat up from the week before they do not tend to perform pretty well and this guy is starting latavius murray yeah, and what I hear when it really gets down, what I hear is going to probably happen. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> what happened? My team is my, my team's here, and I think we're ready. Uh, there's a good chance I <laughs> talked to the to the positions coach. The coach is the coach. The coach of the Llamas is here. He'll be ready to he'll be ready to play. But we are actually looking at player safety a little bit more uh, seriously. And Skip, I certainly do appreciate what what your thoughts are. Um, we'll probably hold. Yeah, I hate to play my hand, but we'll probably hold Murray out of the game, and we are either going to leave that uh, position open and fill it on on Sunday. Um, <coughs> but it really, I just look back at what our general manager and our ownership group—they've always—they've always given me the players I need to, uh, to you know, to, to to put the sixth best team in the league out there. Wow, well, I think okay. the most amazing part of that take for me was the fact that the uh, coach of the Llamas was able to cut off Skip Payless right. in the middle of his sentence. I, I need to talk to the coach about how to do that. A little dose of his own medicine, yeah, if you ask me. You know, the there's time. one thing right. that I there experience, and that is when I hear a guy in the room that's smarter than me, I stop cutting him off. But until then, <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this you. is easy. Rowdy Raptor bunch in a route. Llama's team is going home. Nice Cinderella story. It's over. You know what I find? Wait, you're, 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 wait, you're here for the bunch? That's what, is that Skip? Is that the Skip take right now? Skip's, yeah. Yep. Wow. Okay. Wow. You know what I find interesting about this matchup? Is that the Llamas have Todd Gurley on the bench. As of I was right just now. looking at as this. As of right now. I was just looking Think at this. Think about this. A couple weeks ago, before the deadline... The Llamas traded their number one overall pick for, Gur- for, for Todd Gurley. And in the playoffs, when it matters the most, he's on the bench right now. Now, that's not to say that come Thursday, tomorrow night, that he won't be in the lineup. But we're just talking right now as we're looking at the rosters. Um, but it, it's pretty crazy that somebody that was traded for a number one overall pick is on the bench. Trey, this team is – they just don't know what they're doing. They're in and out. They're making deals. They've been desperate. We've been talking about it all season. Uh, their coach is a genius. But other than that, uh, <laughs> well, guys, uh, you are right. We've worked pretty hard to get our season. And I do trust what our what our ownership and our general managers have done. And uh, getting Gurley was, was instrumental uh, in helping us uh, really none of those weeks win – uh, we went on a three-game losing streak. He's a locker room guy, though, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I've heard. But, Real that's, leadership role, right? That's yeah, that's what really I've heard. what it comes down to. He's one of those foxhole guys, like we talked about. You know, has your back. 
Those you're there, fox hole, sure. whatever, coyote hole, whatever type of hole you're <laughs> sure, talking about. Yeah, whatever plugging, animal hole or uh, yeah. dike hole, you know, those type of things. <laughs> he plugs he plugs holes, but kind of reminds me of a joke my grandpa used to tell, and it's how do you cover uh how do you cover twelve holes with one hole? Mm, tell me. Hog. Sounds uh, sounds I don't know. About to be a uh, grandpa finish. always used to laugh at this, and it was always one hit. How do you cover twelve holes with, with one, one with one with hole? One hole? Yes. How? Oh. <laughs> Gramps, God bless you up there, up in heaven. Uh, I know you're looking down, smiling at what our team has accomplished <laughs> this year. He the game, huh? He taught me the game. He taught me uh, really taught me how to respect winning. But uh, Grandpa used to always say. Yeah, how do you cover uh, 12 holes with one? I said, Grandpa, what? He'd always say, shove a trumpet in your butt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds... That sounds about right. 12 holes Grandpa with one hole. Grandpa always was hole. the funniest. <laughs> I'm still trying to put that one together Me in my too. head. I'm not sure. The trumpet's uh, got three valves. Trumpet's got three valves, but he said it's like if it's a longer one, maybe it has 12. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Sounds like, sounds like your grandpa was not a musician. That's tough. Funny. Sorry. That's sorry, tough. I'm not trying to, t- wow, to break him down. I'm sorry, man. Break he already down. sounded depressed when he cut Skip off anyway. <sighs> yeah, sorry. To t- <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> Trumpet in your butt. Well, with that's that, one way to do it. With that, uh... <laughs> It's gonna be an exciting week of playoffs, Wrap it up. right? Let's yeah. It's gonna be an exciting week of playoffs. It's gonna be uh, uh, a wild weekend. Um, I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. You know what's gonna be even more fun is next week. Oh yeah. When we do the show, we're gonna be doing the show on Sunday. Uh, we're gonna be doing it live. Kind of. We're going to have a live to tape show. Live, live to, to tape. tape. Live right. to tape podcast. Skip, if you're still here, I hope to see you there. I don't yeah. know if you are. You're typically hiding you. under the table, and then you kind of pop up and talk. So if you, uh, I don't know if on Sundays you may have your show. I don't know. You might be trying to poach some of our guests. I'm, I'm not positive. But it'll be uh, a live to tape. Uh, we're going to be at the uh, elite, the league party, basically, uh, for the semifinals. Um, so that'll be fun. We'll uh, have a ton of guests, hopefully, on. A lot of people, people there. Um, but I can't wait. It's going to be fun. We'll see who's in the semifinals after this weekend. Uh, it should be interesting to see uh, how things shape up, how things uh, go down. For uh, Robert and Dean, we've had the coach on. We've had Skip Payless here. We've had some interesting phone calls. We've really had it all. It's really run the uh, gamut tonight. It really has. But for, um, you know, for us, to you, enjoy the weekend, enjoy playoffs, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you guys know the words, sing it. Here it comes. Ready? Let's go. Come on.